Right, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Lafayette Julius with Fowler Ventures, and we're excited to welcome you guys another episode of the Atlanta Podcast. I'm introducing Startup One Way finalists. Today, we're very excited to have Safir with Underlay joining us today, and also my co-host, Austin McKean Machine with Fowler Ventures. Safir, glad to have you today. Definitely congratulations on being a finalist, 10th cohort startup runway definitely want to just dive right in what did startup runway do for you and, and why would you recommend it or would you recommend it to other founders definitely so it's a great competition um i definitely would recommend it to other founders just to get a lot of exposure and also you know the chance to get that amount of money the prize is 10 grand so the, the chance to get 10 grand without uh, getting up any equity is a great opportunity for a lot of founders um you get to meet a lot of bc so i got a lot of great feedback I got a lot of great connections and I was able to schedule a lot of, uh, you know, meetings after the fact when I was uh, finished. So I think it was a great experience. Nice. Here for, nice. for the people listening, could you give some background on your company and sort of, we would love to hear about why you uh, decided to, to start it. Definitely. Uh, so just an overview, my company, we have developed proprietary hardware technology that has capability to scan hundreds of different uh, radio conversations in aviation across the world. And with this data, we aggregate it and determine the cause, uh, the exact technical details of different flight delays, as well as possible flight delays that might be upcoming in the future. So in my past experience, um, well, I graduated uh, with a mechanical engineering degree. And then after that, I worked for Delta Airlines as a web developer for about two years. I know a lot about operations and just after uh, leaving Delta, you know, I read a lot of books, articles. I always kept up with the industry because of all my connections in it. And then I decided, and then I finally uh, figured out how I could uh, develop technology to innovate in this space. Nice. You know, I, I got a, um, a lot of feedback from a lot of founders from Startup Runway and, you know, just um, about the virtual pitch experience, you know, versus actually pitching in front of a lot of, you know, VCs and founders and entrepreneurs. How was that experience better or worse for you? Also mentioning um, the uh, mock board also. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I don't. I feel like it's pretty much the same in terms of pitching online and pitching in person. I never, I never felt a, a major difference. Well, I, well, it was probably easier to pigeon, you know, online. I, I guess just because of not having to travel. But and I would, you know, a lot of people, you know, typically say that you know you make less connections. But I'm finding out that honestly, I've been able to connect with uh, probably probably a lot more people just because you know everything's online. I'm getting everybody's contact information faster. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been. It's, I think it's a great experience both ways. So I've, I've pitched at uh, you know in person and online, and uh, I like I like both. I remember from Startup Runway that uh, your your pitch was really strong. Uh, it was awesome to hear, and uh, that's a real real strength of yours as as a founder. I think I'm curious about what you would say some of your other strengths as a founder would be. Oh, thank you uh, for that. And I think uh, really my strength as a founder is being uh, technical. So. I know a lot of uh, you know startups. They always try to find a technical co-founder to help them, you know, pursue their idea and build their idea. And I've been working on this for about two and a half years, just working on a lot of different applications. So it's hard to persevere with some people, you know, if you're not the one, you know, building it. And you know, a lot of people have stories of a lot of technical co-founders leaving because you know after a year or two they're not starting the business. But just for me to be able to build my own applications, I can you know, essentially, you know, have my startup forever. So I think that's uh, probably my best quality, just to, to be able to persevere and constantly uh, build my technology. And then finally, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting a lot of traction. You know, we'll be able to sign up about nine, nine and actually 10 since yesterday, uh, business and other companies uh, as a, to our beta platform within the last 60 days.
That's awesome. And uh, I, I completely agree about the, uh, the technical capabilities of the founder. That's super important. Where did sort of that, that tech interest come from? So, I mean, I, uh, so yeah, I was in mechanical engineering, but uh, it's funny because I, when I went to Howard, like my sophomore year, uh, people were giving out, like Google came and they were giving out like free tablets for anybody who kind of took a coding class. So I wanted a free tablet. So I definitely took the coding class. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, the senior year, I was like, "Dang, I can make it in this." So I just, I just always been into tech after that, really. Wow, wow, yeah, that was a great, great, uh, great point Austin just mentioned, um, and that you know kind of goes into my next kind of question, um, and then I'll, I'll send it off to Austin to another question, but you know, as you know, building something a startup and being a founder, and um, a lot of things goes into it day in and day out. But what would you say as a founder? building underlay has been the hardest hardest thing for you to do as far as that founder life balance uh i think uh the hardest thing for me is to get you know uh, like the feedback that i i needed to say okay what what do people like and i think that's the hardest question every business has to solve is you know what what do people like and then after people like you build their life what will they love and how much will they love it and then how much you know will, are they willing to pay for it I think that's the hardest thing is really for me to get that information out of people in a way that there's something that I can build. It's very imperfect science. You know, coding is, you know, math and logic. But, you know, when it comes to finding what people want, it's very, yeah, it's just a very unique science. Difficult. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree that it's difficult. And uh, I kind of like what you said about the customer and just really paying attention to the customer. I mean, it, I'm of the personal opinion that, you know, the customer is everything. You really do have to listen to them. So that's great to hear. Um, just on that point, I, I guess if you want to sort of flip it, what what kinds of customers are you personally looking for now based on based on your customer research that you've done? Uh, definitely. So uh, most of my beta customers are travel reimbursement companies right now. And just uh, it's easier to engage with, you know, small to mid-sized companies in the travel space than, you know, large entities like airports or airlines just from the speed of the sales cycles. But as uh, I gain more traction, in the travel company space, I definitely like to move to airport. Call with the former CIO of uh, Minneapolis Airport, which is a great call, and he's kind of helped me go connect with different airports in the industry. But I understand, you know, the sales cycles for airports are extremely long, so I, I definitely want to make connections and start talking to them as well as contracts in the travel space. Gotcha. That definitely makes sense. Wow, that way to have purpose and be present and building and forging those, you know, partnerships and relationships. Um, I think that's something that every founder can learn from and challenge those possibilities. So that's that's definitely great. What do you want your customers, you know, to think and feel about Undelay? I really want my customers to understand and you know take in that after you know they have access to this data that you know they can do things that they never could do before. You know, like instead of listening. You know, for days of audio to get a problem, you know, you can search through, you know, millions of rows of text in a search query through my data to figure out, okay, different problems with different airports all around the world. You know, as we expand, I want to revolutionize the industry. You know, this data isn't being collected, it isn't being aggregated, and people aren't using it to, you know, get insights. And I'd like to be the one to change that forever. That's awesome uh, to hear. Uh, uh, that's a, yeah, that's definitely a great goal to have. I'm curious, it seems... So generally, founders are in it for the long haul, right? And it's a long slog and, and quite honestly, just a difficult journey. Uh, what what sort of keeps you motivated on a day-to-day basis? That's a great question. Uh, I'd say I just like the journey, you know, just uh, talking to people, reading the product, just people downloading 
Like, you know, my first MVP was a mobile app just to, you know, get people to download and just give feedback and just tell me about their industry. Uh, second application was a web dashboard. Third application was a main uh, API. It was built around AI, flight predictions, which I had a customer for. So a lot of the things I built, I use, I, oh, I, and I also work with the ATL airports. So a lot of things I built, I've gotten some traction and some people to sign up for. And it's just, it's the journey that I really appreciate. Even like at, you know, our last two weeks, I won, I won, uh, oh, I won on my, my first grant for the company. So, you know, just those incremental victories uh, keep me going. You know, if, if it's from some one person downloading my application to, you know, getting enough money to build it uh, further, you know, it's just, it's just the, the, the journey that I really appreciate. That's awesome. What victory right now are you most proud of uh, with Underlay? Uh, definitely uh, winning the uh, Young Founders uh, Grant Competition sponsored by uh, Cash App uh, at Afrotech Pitch Competition. So that grant was about 25000 uh, And oh. I'm very appreciative of that. <laughs> definitely biggest accomplishment to date. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a really incredible amount. Well, I think that's, you know, something to highlight. It's, you know, what makes a great idea into a great startup and, you know, for an investor, what makes a great startup into a great investment? So by you landing that grant and, you know, showing that, you know, you are adding value to different industries day in and day out is definitely excellent for, you know, founders and companies to, to witness. So um, congrats to you on that, Safir. Thank you. I think, um, think you know we have maybe a few more questions and uh from my end and, and then Austin may have a few more but one more question for me is uh what what is the single most important thing that is different from um others that are doing the same thing in your space competitors definitely so the, the top three competitors in the industry are flight radar uh, 24 flight aware as well as flight stats and also a live atc gives a lot of fees as well but a lot of those competitors they deliver the amount of time of plane is delayed as well as the weather index uh plane tracking and they also have uh different fee systems to where you know different users around the world can enter their flight fee data they can collect around their houses they, they might be near different airports but what we do is we aggregate the actual radio calls and then with our uh processing we deliver that data so we we deliver the why and how a plane was delayed and a lot of our competitors deliver how long and uh if it was due to weather if a, a certain plane was delayed and what and which plane is delayed if that makes sense so it's a different type of data set so for example the flight stats in their api suite they get data from flight radar they get data from flight aware so they since they all kind of do different things they can you can integrate all the services within one api so that's that's kind of uh my vertical so in theory, a customer can integrate all four of our solutions within their platform because we all do the same thing. But at the end of the day, all customers want flight disruption uh, data. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, and that's definitely a great value proposition that will differentiate you from your competitors. Uh, we, we spoke a little earlier on uh, feedback, and I think we were talking within a, within a customer context. But, I mean, feedback just in this journey is incredibly important, right? So... I guess from a from a VC perspective, and uh, whether or not you got the feedback from Startup Runway or otherwise, from a VC perspective, what has been some helpful feedback that you've gotten? Oh, definitely from VC, just on uh, specific sales pitches to entities that are unfamiliar with the industry. You know, because I understand that you know me explaining uh, the technology can become very complicated because I have uh, customers within the airport industry, airlines, as well as travel companies, and then explaining how the data affects different. Uh, verticals might be a little complicated so i think that's just 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 making sure i understand break down what i do 
and then break down who's using it right now and break down a value proposition. It's great feedback from a lot of VCs. Gotcha. It definitely makes sense. Well, I want to say congratulations to you again, Safir. You know, you're amazing, amazing yeah, accomplishments. You know, you know, being a founder is a, a very hard thing to do, and actually succeed and you know building a startup is even even more congratulate and incredible. So, congrats on that achievement. And you want to um, share how other founders or you know startups can uh, reach out to your investors? Uh, feel free to share. Oh, definitely. So, uh, feel free uh, to contact me uh, through email. Uh, my email is safir.munro at underlayapp.com. And my name is spelled S-A-F-I-R dot M-O-N-R-O-E at underlayapp, U-N-D-E-L-A-Y-A-P-P.com. Feel free to email me or click on the website and uh, contact me through the forum box. And yeah, or add me on LinkedIn uh, at Safir Monroe. I'm, uh, I am definitely accessible. I wanted to echo Lafayette and say how much we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. He's been amazing. And uh, we're all really excited about your company. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me. This podcast is produced by Valor Ventures as a service to the startup and investor community. We couldn't do it without the support of our sponsors, Atlanta Tech Park, the Global Accelerator, and Right to Market, Atlanta's favorite tech and healthcare PR marketing firm. Please patronize these great companies with your business and check them out online. If you'd like to get your message on the Atlanta Startup Podcast, visit us at atlantastartuppodcast.com and look at our affordable rate card. All paid advertisements are tax deductible to the Startup Runway Nonprofit Foundation, a 501c3 whose mission is connecting underrepresented founders with their first investor.